Welcome to the Blessed Journey. My name is Adam Barillet. Join me as we venture back down the path into nature to discover her magic. Let's learn from the animals, heal with the plants, and feel the crystals. When the moon becomes full, let us gaze up to the stars and find our answers in the darkness. There are so many secrets that Mother Nature has for us. Let's go and find them together. Welcome to The Blessed Journey. As you'll probably know, being a regular listener to the podcast, and if you're a brand new listener, welcome. But I love to talk about a couple of different things. Crystals and essential oils, they're my main two passions. But in the magic of exploring these, I also have a deep fascination in things such as astrology, animal wisdom, and our topic for today, angels. Now, there are many, many angels, and we are very familiar with the ones that kind of help us with different aspects of life. For example, Michael for protection and helping us overcome our fears, or Archangel Raphael, who very much helps us with healing, or Gabriel, who helps us with guidance, or Uriel, who helps us with wisdom. But the angels are many. There are angels for each of the zodiac signs, as guardian of the zodiac signs, And there are also angels that look over the different elements of weather. And that is what I decided to kind of dive into a little bit today. Now, first of all, sometimes people have a bit of an aversion to angels. I think maybe because of their upbringing, maybe experiences in different religions and that type of thing. And that they've been viewed as these, you know, these angelic um, or these winged beings that kind of are depicted in artwork and that type of thing. I actually don't believe that the angels are these winged beings that appear at the end of your bed. I believe they are an energy beyond what we in our normal perception can conceive uh, or can perceive as well. Uh, It's like trying to imagine. We know that there's a colour spectrum of red all the way through to violet, but then there's infrared and ultraviolet. So there's there's colours beyond what we can actually see. Now try and imagine a colour that we have never seen. And that's what I believe the angels are. But we still experience them in the everyday, um, I guess, happenings or unravelings of life each day. Basically what they are, are they're the different energies. And so when we look at an angel of an element of the weather, what we're doing is we're personifying that element. And then we can work with that. Because by personifying and giving it, you know, wings and a face and a personality and that type of thing, we then build a relationship with it. And then we can work with it and feel that closeness and that oneness with it to be able to, you know, dance with it in our life. So why the angels of the different weather phenomenon? Well, first of all, at the moment, there is some really interesting weather happening all around the world. We have heat waves and we have, you know, massive rain. In, here in Australia on the East Coast at the moment, many of our states are experiencing record amounts of rain. Now, for someone who is passionate about helping everyone to align and to feel connected to nature more, to be one with nature, the angels give us another avenue, a personified avenue to relate to these different elements and maybe have gratitude for them or even work with these elements in different ways magically to use them to bring your will and your desires and what you yearn for into manifestation. 
So today what we're going to dive into is I want to introduce you to some brand new angels. And some of these I've done videos on YouTube on that you'll find blends on my Facebook and my Instagram. And I'll do lives on them occasionally and different things like that as well. I'm also going to put a complete listing of a whole range of angels. We're only going to go through seven today, but a whole range of different angels for all different weather phenomena that you might find interesting. You can dive into a little bit more as well. But let's kick off. And the first one, considering that the east coast of Australia is experiencing so much rain, I thought I'd talk a little bit about an angel known as Matriel. Now, Matriel is the angel that when the lands are dry and life is barren, this angel comes to the rescue. As the angel of rain and precipitation, Matriel blesses the earth as the great sustainer of life, governing the fall of abundant waters from for the benefit of every living creature on this earth. Now, the angel's name actually means the, pre the precipitating god. Isn't that interesting? Um, and basically, you can ask Matriel to pause the rain sometimes um, or to bring rain to drought-stricken areas. Um, obviously, Matriel is a great ally to farmers and sends nourishing rain for a good harvest and also helps to protect our us when we're out in the rain, our home and our property from rain and inundation. So if you're in an area where there's a lot of rain and you're a little bit worried, or if even you just get caught out, then you can call on Matriel to work with this. But what we can do is we can look back into what is the symbolism of these different elements of nature as well. So, you know, rain, when we look at the cycle and the purpose of rain in nature, yeah, it comes down and it washes away things. You know, we have, and everything I'm talking about today, please don't let me sound unhumane or inconsiderate in you know the experiences people have with different um, natural phenomena and that type of thing but what happens is material in the rain washes away things now we can stand out in the rain and we can allow that to wash away what doesn't serve us anymore and, and give us that fresh start you know obviously with rain we get those big dark cloudy air, um you know, weather. And that's kind of, sometimes we have moments in life where our life is dark and cloudy. And we call on Matt Drill then to please release the rain, cleanse that away, because then what happens is we get that new life. After the winter and after, you know, after all the rains have fallen, we have the beautiful spring. And this is where all the moisture is taken by the plants and the trees and the beautiful flowers come out. And we get that beautiful fresh start. So we can really work with material to, even if it's not raining, you can work with this idea of rain. You could even stand under a shower and say to material, you know, let it rain, let it rain, let it rain for the nourishment of all good material, let it rain. And just let that kind of wash away. And it's that, you know, all, all aspects of water have this freeing, flowing kind of energy to wash away. It's why we have a shower in that way. So you can call upon material when your life is dark and stormy and there's this kind of need for this cleansing and restarting as well. So one of the symbols that material is maybe reaching out to you is when that first raindrop falls on your cheek and that's considered a kiss from material. Um, and that's material kind of saying, I'm going to bring you newfound nourishment. And, you know, the rain is just going to wash away emotionally. There's something really enlivening about the rain. And I love being outside, not in the rain necessarily, but outside maybe on a balcony or, or a veranda or something like that. And just sending that sense of rain and even that smell of rain. That is all material's energy of that, ah, oh, 
the power and the opening up of the heavens and that type of thing. So you can really lean in. If you feel that those dark clouds around, you just need to kind of, it all needs to be washed away so that the sun can come out and the flowers can grow and everything can blossom and get that new nourishment in your life. Maybe your life's feeling barren and that's why it's a bit dark. There's nothing to um, be excited about, no anticipation, nothing to look forward to. Matriel can really, really help with that as well. Now, of course, it wouldn't be a contribution or a podcast by me if I didn't squeeze some crystals and oils in there somehow. So for each of the angels, I normally attribute, first of all, some crystals. And I have what I call the initiatory crystal, which is normally a general, um, rather affordable crystal that most people can find. And then maybe a bit of a higher vibration one if you really want to work with material on a deeper level. So the, the initiatory crystal, the starting crystal for material is blue aventurine. You're probably familiar with green adventuring, but you can actually get it in a whole range of colors, red, orange, yellow, um, blue, obviously. Silver is a beautiful one I've seen recently as well. Blue adventuring has this mica in it, this kind of glittering shimmer in it, and mica is very stabilizing. So it's this bringing of the rain and stabilizing. It has this kind of aquatic, watery energy about it as well. So a really great one for material for kind of bringing yourself back into balance, especially on an emotional level. The Ascension Crystal, this is a rarer crystal, and you probably won't find a piece of this for under $100. US um, It's called Ahoite. Uh, it's spelled A-J-O-I-T-E, Ahoite. Um, and this is, you often find it within quartz, and it's kind of, the, it's this beautiful turquoise sky blue in there. Really, really beautiful. And this, again, has a real cleansing energy about it. Cleansing and reinvigoration and rejuvenation. Now you can also make your angel blends. And the angel blend that I use for matriel is celery seed, which has a strong link to water. Cypress, which is very much to do with flow and water as well. And lemon eucalyptus, which is cleansing and uplifting. So mixing these three together, you can make a diffuser blend with them. You can make a roller ball. You could put them in a little bowl with some, like some coconut oil and, and anoint yourself with that to bring this energy of material whenever you want to work with the rain and feel in alignment with the rain. It may just start raining and you're like, eh, what the hell? I want to do a material blend. So you pop the material blend on to kind of embrace the rain and celebrate the rain, I guess is what I'm trying to say. One thought that just popped into my head that I'll just randomly throw in here is that they say there is no bad weather. There's just bad clothing. So, you know, Learning to live with nature and the different elements and the weather patterns and all those types of things, I think it's part of, you know, being human, but it's also part of a spiritual practice. And if we can actually celebrate the winter and celebrate the rain and celebrate the snow and the lightning and all the different things that we're going to talk about, then that's beautiful. How can you have a bad day on earth? How can there be a bad weather day when you're celebrating all the different weather phenomena? And again, of course, with climate change, we want to be very mindful of, we want to bring Mother Nature back to her natural weather cycles. But on a day-to-day -day basis, whatever weather you're dealt with, celebrate that, work with it, and see the rainy days as days of release, surrendering, and getting ready to bring in the new. I quite like that. Right, the next angel I want to explore is Nahalil, N-A-H-A-L-I-E-L. So Nahalil is, has a very bubbly and effervescent kind of energy because this is the angel that governs running streams and rivers. His name means God flow forth or valley of God. 
and he's given the role the role sorry of ensuring the waters of the world flow as they need to to nourish the planet so we're kind of moving on from the rains i guess material delivers the rains to the earth and now halil then channels them through the earth and bringing that abundance um to every place where the waters are so this angel has a sparkling and a joy-filled vibration and brings you back into alignment with being those kind of abundantly joyful energies of the world. You know, I want you to think back for a second of the thrill and the glee that you experienced as a child, splashing in a river, racing twigs or leaves down a stream. I used to love that kind of thing. Do you know what I mean? And that's the kind of feeling that Nahalil brings back of being and going in the flow. And, you know, sometimes we get caught. We just tap it. We tap our, you know, we used to have bits of bark that we'd find on the ground, put them down the stream, and if it got caught, we'd have a stick and we'd tap it to release it and off it'd go again. Why can't we tackle life like that? Just go with the flow of river, going with it, and when we get stuck, give us a little tap, a little reminder, and off we go again. So Nahalil is really good when something has become stifled or sedentary in our life. And, you know, so if Nahalil's appealing to you or you're drawn to Nahalil or you find yourself near a stream or a river, um, you know, or that just catches your attention? The question Nahalil asks is, where are you stuck? Nahalil encourages you to align and return to the flowing currents of energy that circulate around the universe, not just in the waterways, but in the chi and the energy and everything. A lot of the time we kind of get stuck trying to swim up a river or force something or hold something against, and or we try and hold an emotion in. Nahalil, being all about flow, God flows forth, is all about letting things just go. So Nahalil kind of gets you to think of, you know, is there an emotional issue that's not being discussed? Is it time to just open those floodgates and work towards a resolution? You may not be getting anywhere fast because you're swimming upstream. Is there a need to adjust your sails and go with the flow? Or are you stopping resisting the change or ignoring the inevitable? This is where you call on Nahalil, whisper Nahalil's name throughout the day and feel the density and the heaviness wash away. Now, ideally, it would be great to get near a river or a stream, but if you can't, you can visualize there are soundtracks on you know, Spotify and Apple Music and different things, which are just bubbling waters and that type of thing. And you can listen to that and feel that flow and almost feel like a stream running through you as well. You know, Nahalil is used to stimulate the chakras and remove all the residual suffering that causes imbalance. So get us back in the flow. Now, to work with Nahalil, even if you can't get to a river or rim, getting out and moving more, getting the energy, getting the blood, getting things flowing through you um, is great. But if you can, go and play in the babbling waters of a river or stream. Go back and, you know, be a kid or take some kids with you and race, have those races down the stream. Get back into that energy as well. Now, really beautiful thing, if you're feeling stuck in one way or another, a little kind of practice that I like to do um, in alignment with Nahalil is write your desire on a leaf and then send it down the stream, releasing control and trusting the universe. Um, and whenever rivers and streams catch your attention, that's obviously where Nahalil is trying to get you. So the idea is that you're, um, you don't want to say, I want to get rid of though, because that's what you're giving attention to. So you may say, I want to have more ease in the way money comes into my life. Or I want it to be easy to find a new partner. Or I want it to be easy to work, you know, to be at work. And, you know, I want to feel at ease when I'm out socially. Whatever that may be. Look at that ease and that flow and what you desire, not what you don't desire. It's good to know what we don't want because that gives us contrast to then work out what we do want. 
but being really clear on that is really really important and so Nahalil can work work with that in that way now as a basic crystal to work with Nahalil blue aragonite you get this beautiful kind of it's got these beautiful lines of often white and soft blue through it really and it has a bit of a, a watery energy again so blue aragonite is a really great one to start off with with Nahalil and then there's other kind of more high high vibration crystals like um Yerevavite, um Rhodesite, um which is spelled R H O D U S I T E. R H O D U S I T S I T E. Um I should probably spell Jejerevite for you. Um J E R E M E J E V I T E. Hope you're not in the car trying to remember that at the moment. Um and trolleite, T R O double L E I T E. Now these are rarer crystals. They all have that kind of flowing watery energy in one aspect or another. Really great to work with. Um, but a bit of blue aragonite will suffice unless you're a bit of a crystal connoisseur and have some of these rarer crystals. This will give you ways to work with this. Um, now my Nahalil blend, Japanese peppermint. This is an oil that DoTerra um, brings out for limited releases. I think at the moment Europeans will get it um, if they place their loyalty rewards order by um, oh. Probably by tomorrow, actually, looking at my calendar, unfortunately. Hopefully you did. Um, you get your free product every month when you place an order with doTERRA as one of their customers. And Japanese peppermint would have been the one in Europe. But this has got a, such a refreshing minty aroma to it. I absolutely love it um, for really feeling uplifted and really feeling quite joyous in that way. Um, it just, yeah, it's so much more refreshing even than peppermint. Melissa goes in my Nahalil blend. You only need a drop or two. It's got a very strong lemon fly flavor, and it's really about that kind of, it brings that joy, that hope, and that faith that everything's going to turn out okay. Melissa's really good for that. And Rosalina, which is an Australian member of the Melaleuca family, so related to tea tree and neoli, Rosalina is often called swamp paperbark. Um, it grows near swamps. So it, again, it has that watery energy. Very good for cleansing away things. So when we're feeling stuck or stagnant, Rosalina is a great one, especially not just in our physical life, but also in our mind and helps us. It, Rosalina works really well with the third eye chakra to bring new inspiration. So mix a bit of those three together. And again, diffuse it, anoint it, rollerballer it, however you want. So that's a little bit about Nahalil. Right, let's move away from the waters for a little while and let's go to an angel of the winds. And this angel is Ruhiel. R-U-H-I-E-L. Now the winds, what do the winds do? Well, the winds are seen as being of the element of air. So whereas the water, we've been talking about two of the water element kind of angels, they're very much about the emotional aspect and, and cleansing away emotional pain or emotional stagnation. I guess Matriel would get rid of pain and Nahil would get rid of stagnation. Does that make sense? I hope so. Ruhil's going to work more in the intellect, in the air realm. And remember that the air realm is very much to do with um, the four different directions. And we'll cover them in just a little second. So Ruhil we can call on to bring the winds if we need the winds, um, to calm the winds, um, and to kind of direct us in that way. You know, what, one thing that I really love, people, don't, people often underestimate the power of the winds, but what do we do when we when we can't think we step outside and get what some fresh air we need the winds we need the air we need that flow for that mind mindfulness in that way and so ruhil is kind of the governance of this 
element. Well, not of the element, but of the actual winds. So Ruhil has quite a more of a masculine energy, but quite a, you know, an inspiring kind of um, energy as well. Kind of bringing and moving, like his, his voice is very kind of like, he's got this energy of silver and kind of like this ethereal, just like listening to the wind blowing outside, um, you know, kind of like the... Um, the wind growing through pine trees or flowing through pine trees or moving the leaves or almost like pan pipes. The perfume of um, this angel is so exotic and rich and full-bodied and just ah, helps us to think really much. So Ruhil helps to give us oxygen on every level. So whenever we're feeling a little bit stuck in any way, call upon Ruhil to lift the winds and to help carry away those cobwebs and move things away when you're feeling a bit stagnant but also for that um kind of that connection to the winds and the understanding of the wind so as i said before the winds and the direction of the winds our ancestors have looked at that in the past so for example they were each given a name and these are traditionally northern hemisphere and so you've got to look at okay how would this maybe change in the southern hemisphere in the later two but let me talk about the east and the west because this would be the same everywhere so the west wind is known as zephyrus and zephyrus is the angel of love uh, or of the wind of love so it's the direction of love of emotions of often the water element in that way zephyrus appears in many greek myths um kind of um you know wanting to be you know playing a role like Zephyrus was played part in the creation of rose and the rose essential oil and because it was Zephyrus who blew the clouds out the way so that Apollo could shine the sun onto the rose so it could blossom so when winds are coming from the west that can be a direction or that can be a clue of what um what you may ask a question and then a west wind picks up come back to love go back to love in that way now from the east you've got Uraeus now, Uraeus is the, um, the wind of inspiration, of new ideas, fresh starts in this way. Um, just like the sun rises in the east, it's new beginnings. So you may even ask a question um, of, should I stay with my partner or should I go? And if a west wind picks up, it might be, well, you know, believe in love, fight for love. But if the east wind picks up, it could be, it's time for a fresh start or a new start. Now, that's not like dump them or leave them. You might interpret that east wind as you need to try something new. You need to do something new. Um, whereas Zephyrus from the west wind might actually be hinting you towards it. No, you, you know, think about all the love that you shared and lean into that. You know, we can work with it in different ways like that. Now, traditionally in the Northern Hemisphere, there was the North Wind. Now, this is obviously coming from the colder regions, and this is known as Boreas. And Boreas was, you know, bringer of those kind of frosts and the freezing and the um, that kind of letting go or that introspection and that time for introspection. Whereas when you came from the um, South, that was Nautus. And Nautus was very much, you know, had this very kind of marine tropical air um, and kind of this descending hot wind that would rise um, normally of um, with the rise of Sirius coming up in the sky. This was the wind that traditionally would bring those summer storms and was sometimes feared a little bit because whereas um, Boreas would kind of freeze you, <laughs> freeze you and bring the cold winds, Nautilus could bring the hot winds that could kill crops and that would be a problem as well. But we can also look at these, even from the southern hemisphere, of having the, the warm winds, which are very much about action and that kind of summer energy, as opposed to the cold winds, which are about introspection 
and um, you know, kind of t- taking time to be still. So you may kind of ask another question of, should I act now or should I act later? And a warm wind comes from, you know, from the equator direction, and you're like, okay, now's the time to act. Or if a, a wind comes from the south in the southern hemisphere or the north in the northern hemisphere, you might go, oh, okay, it's a cool wind, it's time to pause. So Ruhil is the angel that governs all of these winds in all of those directions. And so whether it be just stepping outside and getting a breath of fresh air and feeling that air and that reinvigoration of the mind of Ruhil, or whether it be actually looking at the directions that the winds are coming from and working to communicate with the winds. And, you know, it's not something I've done a lot of, but occasionally I'll just be sitting out in nature and I'll see if I can evoke the winds to pick up a little bit and say, if anyone's listening, Creator, angels, anyone, can the wind pick up? And sometimes it does, sometimes it doesn't. But give it a shot. And maybe, you know, it's not something I've devoted a lot of time to or a lot of energy to, but it is interesting in that way. Starting off crystal to work with Ruhiel would be blue sodalite. Now, blue sodalite is that beautiful indigo color. It grows in a cubic form, so in squares, so it helps to get the mind back into... Um, structure or in order when you're feeling a bit scattered or even like it's great for panic attacks or if you're freaking out flying any of those type things where you need to go calm the farm of the mind blue so light is really really great for that so that one can really help with working with Ruhiel to kind of bring that inspiration and get your mind I guess back in order or back how you kind of want it to be a more rare crystal that works really well with Ruhiel's energy is cavernsite now cavernsite is um grows in these little kind of blue powder puffs, really delicate kind of thing. I often see it growing on something like a white still bite. And it, there's a bit of a sad story. A lot of it comes from India, um, but the land has now been deemed to be worth more as real estate for housing rather than mining. So a lot of the mines have just been covered up and the Kevin site stays in the earth um, and they've got houses on it. But I guess, you know, in those areas, you might want to go digging in your backyard and who knows what you might find. But yeah, cherish some cavern site, C-A-V-A-N-S-I-T-E. Um, it's, yeah, it's a stunning crystal and has that real kind of light and sprightly kind of energy and a bit of a purification energy as well, which works really well with Ruhiel. My Ruhiel essential oil blend, black spruce for that kind of beautiful white wisdom of the great trees and black spruce is you know in my opinion one of the wisest of the great trees and so it brings in that wisdom you've got cistus uh which is a leaf oil um and cistus is really great for kind of re um regeneration or resurrection almost um the cistus plant which is often known as the rock rose or the rose of sharon its seeds don't germinate until it's exposed to fire. So it kind of pops up in that, you know, phoenix out of the fire type of thing. So it brings that energy in and it's really good for helping us to kind of find different perspectives or take a different approach or something like that. And then dill. Dill's a really beautiful, light, joyous kind of aroma. Um, it's a seed oil, but it's a seed of ingenuity. It helps spark brand new ideas. So it's another beautiful one to pop in. So black spruce, cistus and dill. Uh, my favorite three oils to blend together to work with Ruhiel. Right, we're going to take a short break and we're going to come back and we're going to dive into some other angels. You're listening to The Blessed Journey with Adam Barillet. 
You're listening to The Blessed Journey with Adam Barillet, and we are exploring different angels of the natural phenomenon, of the weather patterns, and all different aspects of the weather. We've looked at Matriel, the angel of rain, Nahiel, the angel of streams and rivers, and Ruhiel, the angel of the winds. And now we're going to dive in to fire. And this is Nathaniel, who's basically the angel of fire, whose name translates to mean gift of God, which is really interesting because... So much fire has been an amazing evolutionary tool to allow humans to be where we are. And it's believed that if we didn't have fire, if we didn't cook meat, our brains wouldn't have grown to what they are today and we wouldn't be creating podcasts and listening to it on the internet through amazing little devices and all that type of thing. So thanks, gods, for the fire. Um, So basically, Nathaniel is very much about that. But Again, it's not just about actual fire, it's about fire on all different levels. So Nathaniel can help awaken the divine spark within each of us to grow love and faith in the universe and help us to kind of comprehend the divine master plan through enlightenment of going, ah, now I understand how this world works. Um, Nathaniel is also an angel with responsibility over hidden things. Um, Through aligning with his illuminating flame, He reveals the answers you seek. Um, With his guidance, you can enjoy spiritual abundance, deepen your spiritual work, focus on awareness, and discover your true self. So, you know, it's interesting, being an angel of fire, when we think of fire, we often see fire as being um, destructive, um, knowing that it brings endings. But again, if we go back and we understand nature, we know that fire also opens up new fertile beginnings. Certain plants, like the rock rose we talked about before, that gives us cystus and labdomum essential oils from its resin resin on its leaves and its actual leaves. All this, we need fire for that to go. Certain seed pods don't open. They're in here in Australia, there are three different birds of prey that have been observed picking up smouldering sticks that from a bushfire, flying with it several kilometres and dropping it to start new fires to flush out rodents so that they can actually... Um, hunt so fire brings opportunities and when we think about the fire within us i think just thinking when you've been in front of an open fire a campfire and something magical about it i think there's something in our soul that does this and so nathaniel is very much about helping to bring this fire back into our lives and sometimes we need a bit of a bit of a boot up the ass and nathaniel's kind of that angel angel that will bring that real fieriness to us as well So when Nathaniel's around, he awakens your flames of courage and passion. You know, he kind of signals that there's new conquests await for you. Victories and ascensions are on the cards. But you need to get rid of what's not serving you quickly, whether it be a relationship, a job, a debt, whatever it's holding back. Get rid of those fears, get rid of those doubts that are keeping you motionless, and then connect with your ingenuity to find a resolution, to find an answer, to free yourself from whatever binds you so that your passions can outweigh your anxieties and you can blaze ahead in an unstoppable manner just like fire does so a really nice thing to do when you're working with nathaniel is to keep a candle nearby and whether you have one on your desk or whether you have one on your bedside table being careful with our fire of course um you know whenever you need that protection or that guidance this is what nathaniel brings and helps us to really bring that um that spark within and align with the fire and the energy of fire around us in that way um you can also envisage yourself surrounded by warming flames, um, drawing that which you want towards you. You know, 
often when you know we see fire we're all kind of drawn to it we're drawn to the light but also anything that comes towards you that um is unwanted it will be transmuted because fire changes things so obviously any sign of fire or spark is very much a symbol from nathaniel as well so a, a simple crystal that you can get um quite easily from the alliance with nathaniel would be fire agate now when you get a nice piece of fire agate if you move it you can actually almost see this glittering it looks like fire's caught within it now you can also get fire opals and these again are a little bit harder to get your hands on but definitely worth hunting out and they when you've got a good one you'll find the spark within these beautiful bright orange opals so the fire crystals obviously work really well with the angel of fire that's a bit of a gimme um, for an oil blend, frankincense, because frankincense is that yang energy. It's the, the kind of the, the king of the oils. So it has that masculine action oriented yang kind of energy. Ginger, which is, we've talked a lot about ginger throughout the episodes of how good it is for raising energy. And tangerine, the explorer's oil, gives us that curiosity to want to go out and explore the world. So these three really get everything going and have this really great fiery energy. So if you want to work with that um, Nathaniel energy, then I'd really lean into those three and grab one of those crystals. Right, from a fiery angel to a more earthly angel, let's talk about Orophiel. Orophiel is the angel of the wilderness, safeguarding trees, forests, wild spaces, and its inhabitants, so the animals as well. Although you do find different angels that kind of look a bit more over angels in a different way, like Manakel is very much aquatic animals, and you've got Muriel who kind of preserves animals, you've got Miniel who does the same, and Ariel, which name translates to Lion of God, is very much about the overall of nature and protecting of the grand scale of things. So they're more animals, whereas Orophil's kind of more like a habitat kind of angel, if that makes sense. So this is a beautiful, very earthy angel that helps and kind of inspires us all to protect and respect nature um, and so he's obviously a patron of environmentalists and those who conserve nature. Orophil can be called on to support rehabilitation in natural areas that have been damaged. Um, and you'll sense this angel when you're in those hidden forests and those uninhibited regions where it just feels that, um, you know, that it's untouched. So Orophil beckons you outside, especially when you're feeling that craving of nature. I just need some to get out there. That's Orophil calling to you in that way. Um, and Orophil is great. If you're a bit of a camper or a hiker, Orophil will lead you to some awe-inspiring places and also protect you from the dangers of the wilderness. So if you're feeling a little bit um, worried, then this can be a really great thing to do. Now, when Orophil comes into your life or when you connect with Orophil, um, there's often a need for you to reconnect with the wild. And, a and that can be just for your own well-being and health and physical or mental state or a greater or deeper spiritual state. There may be answers that are in there. And if you find that you've been hemmed into a concrete prison of buildings recently, then it may be time to bring a bit more nature into your life. Now, ideally, you've probably heard me talk before about Shinrin-yoku. This is uh, the Japanese practice of forest bathing, which is basically walking quietly through the forest or the bush and just absorbing nature. You know, just taking some time to rest against the mighty trunk of a tree or give a tree a big hug. Um, you know, that can be really great as well. But even if you can't do that straight away, maybe if you're in a big city, then how can you bring nature into your home? And we've talked about this in the past, bringing soundtracks and music or houseplants or aromatherapy or your crystals in. Connect more with nature. Seek the counsel of nature. I was listening to another podcast this morning and the presenter was saying that, you know, many cultures believe 
that um, nature is our teacher and the plants are our messengers. And so working with your oils and the plants can help us to understand exactly what we need in our lives in that way. So Orophil will help bring you back into the wilderness, whether it be out into the forest or bringing nature into your home. I know that we've all had many experiences in our life when we've just been out in nature and we've just felt that awe, that amazing energy kind of washing over us in one way or another. Just, it's beautiful. Do you know what I mean? Of being out in nature and just feeling alone and it's almost like a sublime or a spiritual experience. And that's Orophil communicating with you, connecting with you. That's the energy of this angel. So the crystals that you can bring in to connect with Orophil, moss agate, which is a beautiful agate. It's kind of milky, kind of half see-through, but it has these kind of mossy inclusions through it. It's absolutely divine for connecting with nature. Love it, love it. Or tree agate, which is kind of a white type of agate, and it has these green, what are called dendrites, so it kind of grows and looks like little trees growing within the stone. Either of these, really easy to get, really affordable, um, really help you to connect with nature and with orophil. Um, if you're looking for an ascension crystal, a higher vibration crystal, green diopside. Um, a really vibrant green crystal. It has a real Mother Earth kind of energy, and that's a lovely one to work with as well. My Orophil blend, black spruce, again, that wisdom comes through, um, and, and a beautiful, just natural, woody, um, or, well, it's a leaf oil, but that kind of conifery, refreshing smell. Bring in the wisdom of the Southern Hemisphere with a bit of eucalyptus in that blend as well. And if you can get hold of some oak moss. Now, oak moss is sometimes used in, if you're a doTERRA customer, they use it in some of their different blends occasionally. You could just drop a little bit of that blend in to mix that all as well. But oak moss smells probably exactly how you would imagine a tree. This real kind of earthy green kind of aroma. You could substitute that with something like vetiver um, or guaiac wood or spikenard would be another option as well if you don't have access to oak moss. But yeah, though, that's my blend for Orofuel. Now, our final angel is actually two angels. It is Ramiel and Barraquil. Now, why are we talking about Ramiel and Barraquil together? Because they are the angels of thunder and lightning. And I must admit, there is something I just love about lightning and thunderstorms. Don't you? And there's a power there. And this is exactly what these angels kind of represent. So let's kind of talk about each one of them. So we've got Ramiel. Now, Ramiel's name means trembling before God. And so obviously, this is the angel of thunder and the rumblings of heaven and earth. And, you know, I'm sure you've heard as a child different things of what the thunder is. Oh, that's, you know, we used to say, oh, that's God moving his furniture around, that type of thing. But Ramiel is the patron of shamans, psychics, and prophets, um, helping people to decode their dreams and their visions but also has a strong history, not only of guarding historians, museums, and archaeologists, but also ensure we learn from the past and recognize patterns and avoid making the same mistake. That rumbling, that kind of clearing, that like there's something there, that sign of something's behind. We need to explore that. That's kind of what Ramiel brings. We feel that, like the rumblings of thunder within us. Now, Barraquil, very different energy. Name simply means lightning of God. Um, and is attributed to be the one who taught man um, the first forms of divination. So, you know, in ancient times, they observed the atmospheric phenomena um, and would produce predictions, especially in the case of lightning. Um, Barraquil, uh, Barraquil is also the governor of astronomy, astrophysics, and scientists. Oh, sorry, and sciences that use electricity. Um, and the angel is known. Um, 
knows all the properties of matter, from the atom to the smallest subatomic particle and the way in which pure energy can be obtained by manipulating them. So when we've been playing with atomics and all that kind of thing, that's all kind of barrack wheels energy as well. Whether you want to be protected from lightning or electricity, so if you're an electrician or do anything like that, um, or need justice to prevail following a time of unfairness, barrack wheel strikes suddenly and cleans the slate, just like lightning has that electric energy that cleans it all together. So these two really help to clear obstructions as well, return the free-flowing energy, light, intelligence, peace, and harmony in the world. They can be called on by healers to help understand the obstruction of the flow of energy, which is causing illness and um, ill fortune. So we've been talking about, you know, Matriel washes things away, and Nahil brings that flow back. Ruhil blows things away. Cocobel, oh, not, not Cocobel, sorry, um, Nathaniel is very much about that, you know, that burning away. And these can help us to understand what do we need. They're these great wise angels. So it's interesting because when we think of storms, they, they can bring both terror and they can bring excitement. As they assert their power and change our environment in different ways. So sometimes when these angels rock up, there's a need for a storm in our life. Maybe there's a storm that's been brewing within. Maybe you're angry. Maybe you've been repressing anger. Maybe you're feeling imprisoned or unable to control um, something that's collapsing in your life or the structures in your life need to be shifted around a little bit. This is where these angels are great. Maybe you've been considering that you're ignorantly blissful and that something actually isn't right around you. Um, where have you not been listening? Have you been ignoring a relationship, finances, your health, or an injustice? These angels are about wake-up calls. So something needs to change. So basically, when something needs to change, there is that look for, you know, after a storm, as we talked about with material at the top of this podcast, things shift, there's a rumbling, something's not right, we have the lightning, we have the rain, and then there's new things there that can work really well um, to, you know, to bring in those new opportunities. So if you want to work with Ramiel, there's Lake Landite, which has that real kind of discovery energy about it, or Covalite. Now, Covalite's a really great shadow self one. So when something's not right, this is where Ramiel works with those, you know, either those healers or those psychics or those historians to bring, hold on, let's find the answer, that, that rumbling energy coming up. And with Ramiel, you can use cardamom, which is that ignites that passion within lime, which is very cleansing as well, and vetiver work really well as a bit of a blend for Ramiel. With Baraquil, who's the angel of the lightning, golden petersite. So petersite's very much, you know, to do with the storms. Fulgurite. Now this is kind of, a, it's a crystal that's formed when lightning hits sand and creates these tubes. And there's magical practices where you blow through the tube and you can, just, you know, ask a wish and it will be brought to you as quick as lightning. Type of thing. Working with basil, basil is very much got that kind of scorpion energy about it. Lemon eucalyptus for that positive cleansing again. And neoli, which is very much about revolutions and changing as well. Part of the Metaluca family can be a really great blend for barrack wheel. So those are seven angels that you can kind of align with. And I'll put a bit of a summary of all these angels in the show notes with the spelling so you can see them. Um, I hope that's been insightful. Now, whether you want to lean into the angelic idea or whether you want to kind of just lean into appreciating nature and listening to the tunes of nature, um, there are different readers out there and it's something that I hope to kind of become more well-versed in as I um, learn, but they will actually always do their readings outside and they just watch what nature does. If a bird rocks up, if the winds pick up, if it starts to rain, and that's part of your reading. And I think we, we don't need to go find those readers. What we can do is we can simply just 
listen to nature, be in alignment with nature, work with nature, and take the messages from nature. Because nature is always, even though there are ebbs and flows, it's always that beautiful balance. It's always seeking that equilibrium. And as I said at the start, remember, there's no bad weather, just bad clothing. Until next week, take care of yourself, take care of each other, and take care of Mother Earth. Thank you so much for joining me on the blessed journey today. I hope what we've explored has helped to ignite a light within you so that you may shine a little bit brighter out in the world. Feel free to subscribe so you get notified of future episodes and I love receiving your five-star reviews and reading your comments. Until the next episode, check me out on social media. Go to adambarillet.com. Find me under Adam Barillet at YouTube and Instagram as well as Crystal Connections with Adam Barillet on Facebook. I look forward to joining you again soon. Blessed be.